Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, January 20th. S&P futures are rallying about 13 points. That's about 35 basis points. NASDAQ futures are outperforming up about 100 points. That's about 75 basis points. The major European indices are trading up about 70 basis points overall with outperformance in autos, basic resources, luxury, and tech in particular. Nothing is dramatically underperforming in Europe, although you are seeing some relative weakness in utilities, real estate, healthcare, uh, as long, along with consumer staples. Asia generally finished higher across the board. There was some mild weakness in Japan. So I think when investors wake up each morning and survey markets, again, it's they're looking at those kind of three pillars of the rally, massive stimulus, strong earnings, vaccine optimism. Those first two pillars are very much in focus today, the stimulus and earnings. So on the stimulus front, there is a lot of optimistic um, headlines talking about the Yellen testimony on Tuesday. This was her confirmation hearing before the Senate, um, during which she strongly advocated for adoption of the Biden fiscal agenda. None of that should be surprising. You know, as Treasury Secretary, she's essentially an employee of the executive branch. It would make sense that she would argue for adoption of the executive branch's economic policy. So there wasn't really anything all that incremental that came out of the testimony. Um, you know, she largely, again, espoused what Biden has been talking about for several weeks as far as, um, you know, a strong fiscal stimulus at this point in time to help bolster the economy. Um, you know, it certainly was encouraging to hear her repeat it. She obviously has um, a ton of credibility on these topics. The, her comment about how the administration will be de-emphasizing tax hikes for the time being um, certainly was received well, too. So, you know, Yellen's testimony is certainly not negative, but again, I don't think... Um, anything all that surprising um, was said during it. The other big area of focus this morning is on earnings. Um, you know, so far, it's a very strong earnings season, um, at least quantitatively in terms of EPS upside versus expectations. You certainly are not seeing stocks react um, in the way one would expect given the magnitude of upside, but the the numbers themselves are coming in very strong. For Wednesday morning in particular, you have a slew of positive um, or at least better than feared earnings updates. So ASML, BASF, BHP, Burberry, Netflix, Pearson, Reichmont in, uh, are all out with earnings either last night in the US or this morning in Europe. All of them are positive. Um, all those stocks that, that are European are all trading higher after their reports. So you are seeing, you know, it's still very early in the queue um, for earnings season, but so far you are seeing positive results. So again, those uh, those three pillars, stimulus, earnings, vaccines, the first two are very much in focus. Nothing all that incremental to say about COVID or vaccines this morning, other than the J&J data um, is very much in focus. You know, again, it could hit any day, it could hit this week. Um, if you do see a relatively positive efficacy out of that with a clean safety profile, you could be looking at um, emergency use authorization by the middle of February. Um, and then Getting all that supply onto the market would deliver a major jolt to the overall um, inoculation process. Um, so those are kind of the major themes and trends. Obviously, you have the Biden inauguration today. You know, I don't think he's really going to say anything, um, say or do anything that's unexpected. There were um, a lot of articles ahead at 5 a.m. talking about um, 15 executive actions he will be signing today upon taking office. All of them have been talked about in the media before. None of them should be terribly surprising. None of them have too much bearing on the economy. Um, but obviously, there'll be a lot of focus on um, you know his his first days in office. Um, you know, I think for the purposes of markets, the big question is again um, this fiscal agenda. So remember, he has two components to his fiscal agenda. He has 
the rescue piece, that's the 1.9 trillion is already proposed. And then he has this kind of quote unquote recovery component, which will be unveiled presumably later in February that will be focused more on infrastructure spending. Um, and that also will um, contain, it looks like it will contain some type of revenue as well. So some type of tax hike. Um, so again, the question is, what's the appetite in in Washington for adopting that? Um, I think the rough consensus at this point in time is that that 1.9 trillion gets whittled down to probably something closer to 1 trillion by the time it gets passed into law. That's still massive fiscal stimulus. Um, and then the question is, as we look into the recovery piece of it, what's the overall size? What's the time period over which that spending will be spread? So remember the the rescue component of the stimulus at 1.9 trillion, a lot of that is money being poured into 2021. The recovery component, um, which will again have infrastructure at its core, that money is probably going to be spread over 10 years. So just be that, uh, keep that in mind when you look at some of the headline numbers in terms of um, the time period that the spending will be passed over. So those are the major macro themes and trends for um, the focus for ones. Again, Biden's inauguration, you have two rate decisions, Canada and Brazil, and then you have more earnings. So the big ones this morning are Bank of New York, Morgan Stanley, Procter Gamble, United Health, all out in the morning. Nothing too major out after the close other than you have Alcoa, Discover, um, and then United Airlines. And that is pretty much everything for this morning. Um, Thank you for listening.